Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. The facts on the vax, say experts, we are way too lax. And so... Pop-up vaccine clinics open today at summer school locations. We want to reach as many young people as possible. I'm Marla Diamond at Fort Hamilton High School in Brooklyn. Speed suspected in a head-on collision in Quag that killed five people over the weekend. I'm Sean Adams. Brad breaks down the Olympic gold. Joe Connolly talks with a LinkedIn expert on how to supercharge sales and will explain why a guy is pushing a beverage cart from Boston to Manhattan. This is the date that Americans once saw one president expand rights for the disabled while another president took away rights from transgenders. Also from our archives, it's the day that one of our city's mayors nearly choked to death on sautéed watercress. Interesting. Monday, July 26th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Well, good morning. Less humid today, but plenty hot. 88 to 92, says Craig. I'm Paul Bernane. I'm Wayne Cabot. New York City is pushing hard starting today to boost the high school vaccination rate. Marla Diamond joins us from Brooklyn with the plan and the clear need for it. Marla. And Wayne and Paul, that push begins today at Fort Hamilton High School with the vaccination rate among 12 to 17-year-olds at 43 percent. Mayor de Blasio announced the program on WNYC's Ask the Mayor program last Friday. We want to reach as many young people as possible. So we are going to have pop-up sites at summer rising schools. And there's going to be 25 of them over the next few weeks. We are starting on Monday. We're going to be in all Five the sites will rotate across different schools running from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. through August 13th. Students will need consent from their parents. The new school year is about seven weeks away and time is running out since the current two-dose vaccine takes about five weeks to take full effect. The mayor has already announced that vaccinated or not, masks will be mandatory in classrooms in September. The full schedule of vaccination sites is available on the City Department of Education website. And we're live at Fort Hamilton High School. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Marla, several Long Island families have been left shattered by an especially violent head-on crash over the weekend, which for answers are hard to come by. An update now from Sean Adams on the story. Sean. Yeah, morning in Manhasset. Prayers for two families there, three young men in their 20s, stolen in an instant. Brothers Michael and James Farrell and Ryan Keyes, among the five people killed in a violent head-on collision Saturday night, Montauk Highway, Quag. The sole survivor, Keyes' girlfriend. The group was going out dancing. They took an Uber. Police suspect 22-year-old Justin Mendez was speeding. His Nissan Maxima crossed the yellow line on Montauk Highway and hit a Toyota Prius driven by Farhan Zahid. Both drivers were killed. Uh, the Farrells and Keys, they were star athletes, lacrosse players when they were in high school in Manhasset. Keys's parents tell Newsday their son was a kind, gentle soul. He stood up for the underdog. 
Police are now waiting for toxicology test results, uh, but they're really focusing on the speed of that Nissan Maxima. Reporting live, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. Sean, thank you. Now on the morning news roundup, what to know about the Olympic gold so far and the quest for it that didn't always come through. Here's Brad Heller. Brad. Good morning, guys. A big upset in swimming. Katie Ledecky, the defending champ and the world record holder in the 400-meter freestyle, she lost to Ariane Titmus of Australia. First time Ledecky doesn't win gold in an individual Olympic event, she ended up with the silver. Meanwhile, gold for the U.S. men in the 4x100 freestyle relay. In softball, American Kelsey Stewart hit a walk-off home run to beat Japan. Those two are going to face off again tomorrow in the gold medal game. And the Mavericks' Luka Doncic in his Olympic debut scored 48 points, second most ever for a men's player as Slovenia beat Argentina. Wayne and Paul. Brad, now a Monday morning math quiz. What percentage of $2 billion is 117000 Too little, says New York senior senator when it comes to distributing the rent relief fund. Here's Steve Burns. More than 100,000 people in New York City alone have applied for rent relief. Advocates say the number of renters who need help is likely much higher. But New York State hasn't been able to keep up even with that demand. As of last week, we're the only state of the 50 that had not sent any money to the tenants. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says that money could get clawed back in a few months if the Cuomo administration doesn't get going. We want tenant relief now. And we cannot wait any longer. Advocates like Ellen Davidson with the Legal Aid Society are also criticizing an application process riddled with roadblocks. The website keeps crashing. People can upload documents. If anything goes wrong at any point, your application doesn't exist and you start over. New York State's ban on evictions is set to expire at the end of August. In Hell's Kitchen, Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. And about the question, what percentage of two billion is 117,000? The answer is, it's too early. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now in the Morning News Roundup with the WCBS weather forecast, here's our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen. We have a mostly sunny day coming up for the area. Any leftover clouds this morning will give way to sunshine. And we expect temperatures today between 88 and 92. Hot afternoon, but lowering humidity. It won't be too oppressive. Tonight clear, low 70 to 75 in the city, 60s for the suburbs. And then tomorrow, sunny to partly cloudy. And once again, 88 to 92, not terribly humid tomorrow. It'll it'll be up there, but it won't be oppressive. There's a chance for a thunderstorm late in the day or evening and Tuesday night, and then Wednesday, a mix of sun and clouds, chance of a spotty thunderstorm. Highs up around 85, not as hot by the middle of the week. Right now for the city, temperature 74, humidity 85%, and today's high near 90. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Looks like a lower start for stocks, and Joe Connery's here with Joe How to Supercharge Your Sales. Paul, New York LinkedIn expert Mark Halpert, who has spoken at a CBS Business Breakfast, says LinkedIn's sales navigator starts at $80 a month, but may well be worth it. Think about what you have with Sales Navigator. You have access to 756 million people, and you can email them. So you can approach people and say, I've been researching you. I've been researching your company. I think I have a solution for you. I think I have a service, a product, an idea that may help you. Emphasis on the word help. They can't not respond to it if they're serious about needing your service. You've overcome the usual LinkedIn message, which mostly falls flat on people you don't know. 
the author of LinkedIn for Professional Practices, says owners of businesses should put a brief video of themselves talking about the company on job postings they put on LinkedIn. Joe, thank you. A retired flight attendant is going to be pushing a beverage cart all the way from Boston to lower Manhattan. Why? Peter Haskell says it's all for a cause. This is a tribute to the flight crews from that day of terror. They were the absolute first, first responders of 9-11. Paul Venito will push an airline beverage cart from Logan Airport in Boston to ground zero. To recognize the heroics of those crew members that morning or what they did on those aircrafts. The former flight attendant used to work United Flight 175 from Boston to L.A. It's the plane that crashed into the South Tower. Well, people don't realize this country came together up there at 30,000 feet. That's when they, we stood up against these people. Peter Haskell, WCBS News Radio 880. Monday morning on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. It is the Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. I'm Paul Murnane. Got your three things to know to start a new work week. A story of survival from a subway rider in Zhengzhou, China, as water filled her car up to her shoulders. I may not be able to get out, she texted her friend. See my mom for me sometimes. Then the water level dropped, and she got out. Twelve others were not as fortunate. Number two, a sandstorm blinded drivers on Utah's Interstate 15, resulting in a 20-car crash yesterday that killed at least... Seven people. Third thing, Germany's Olympic Committee team is taking a stand against sexual exploitation by shunning the usual bikini-cut uniform for a unitard. And the head of the broadcasting at the Tokyo game says viewers will no longer be seeing close-ups of women's bodies that they saw in past Olympics. Up next, the News Archive's 88 Seconds in Sound for the 26th of July. Let the shameful wall of exclusion finally come tumbling down. God bless you all. Happy birthday, ADA. On this date in 1990, President Bush signed the Americans with Disabilities Act, giving ramp access, curb access, and job access. But on this same date in 2017, another group's rights were taken away. Some breaking news for you now. President Trump has announced his intention to ban transgender people from serving in the U.S. military. The president tweeted, our military must be focused on decisive and overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. The ban was undone on President Biden's first day in office. And for those transgender service members who were discharged or separated because of their gender identity, their cases will be re-examined. Announced by Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Hillary Clinton on this date became the first woman nominated by a major party for president. But do you remember how it happened in 2016? Thank you. Bernie Sanders, aware his dreams wouldn't be realized that day in Philadelphia, asked the chair to suspend the rules and nominate Hillary Clinton for president by acclamation. And I move that Hillary Clinton be selected as the nominee of the Democratic Party. Bernie would try again in 2020 in a presidential campaign whose co-chairs included Ben of Ben and Jerry's. Just keep breathing. This was the day Ed Koch almost choked to death in a Chinese restaurant. But on this day, in 81, he was given the Heimlich maneuver as he choked on sautéed watercress. The mayor mouthed to his friend, I am choking. That friend, David Margolis, president of Colt Industries, placed his fist under Koch's diaphragm and squeezed, and the food came out. His honor never finished his dinner. He said, choking does slacken your appetite. This is July 26th. 
Was that an appropriate use of uh, Ariana Grande there in that song? Like, what, the song? Uh, she says at the end, just keep on breathing and breathing in a story oh, about oh. Ed Koch surviving. It works. I, I thought so. Right. My wife and my daughter disagreed, but I <laughs> left it in any way. But you recall that after that incident with Ed Koch, yeah. every, in every restaurant in New York City, and you still see it, those posters went up. About That's when that happened. Maneuver. Yep. Really? Yep. He mandated that in schools and in restaurants. Okay. Come to my rescue. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.